Grab a seat. Grab a seat. Fantastic. I love your pastors. I love your pastoral team, every one of them. Um, I think Pastor Aaron needs some new jeans. <laughs> the struggle is real for that guy. His, his knees are exploding through the, through the jeans. Fantastic. Well, my name is Byron. If you don't know me, I'm, I'm from Equippers Church in Auckland. Um, and yes, I do. I am from Auckland. I don't want to be. I want to be from the Kapiti Coast. That's right. Everybody wants to be from here. But only God's finest live down here. So, so uh, it's, it's such a pleasure to be with you guys today. And um, I just feel like I'm carrying a word for your church. In the weeks leading up to this, praying and preparing, I just felt God say, yeah, this is what I want you to speak into them because this is going to be appropriate for individuals, families, couples, and the entire church. Because I feel in my spirit that God's taking you to a whole new reality. I feel the word I've been carrying in 2017 is that God is wanting to accelerate and catapult. And I feel like um, you've been on a journey, but God's saying, I'm about to explode you into a new season, just like Pastor Aaron's knees are exploding out of his ripped jeans. I feel like God is exploding you into a new season. And anybody got a faith in their heart this morning that God is wanting to do something new and great and phenomenal in their world? But in order to do that, I believe because it's a pattern in Scripture, I've had it proven in my own life, and I've seen in the lives of others that God prepares you. He doesn't just kind of yank you out into a new season and then, oh, wow, I'm here. No, there's always a process in God. He's methodical. He's perfect. His plans are wise and awesome and extraordinary. And I want to take you on the journey of what it looks like from when God first drops something into your spirit to taking you to a new reality. How many think that would be helpful? to see the journey from one place in God to a whole new reality. Is that all right, church? Let's do it. Why don't you close your eyes, bow your heads, let's pray. Father, thank you for this time together around your word. I sense your spirit. Lord, we are excited because we know that this time together has been set apart by you for divine purposes. So we open our hearts to that right now and our minds are ready to, Lord, begin to comprehend all that you have for us. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, amen. amen, amen. So here we go. If you've got a Bible, why don't you turn to or note down Luke chapter 8 and verse 22. Luke chapter 8 and verse 22. And we're going to read to verse down to a few verses. All right, here we go. Luke chapter 22. One day Jesus said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and set out. As they sailed, he fell asleep. A squall came down on the lake so that the boat was being swamped and they were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. He got up, rebuked the wind and the wave and the raging waters. The storm subsided and all was calm. Where's your faith? He asked his disciples in fear and amazement. They asked one another, who is this? He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. Like I said before, we're going to talk about what happens when God first comes to you and drops something into your spirit and takes you to a whole new reality. That's what I feel is happening for a lot of individuals, families, businesses, ministries. This church is going to a whole, God's catapulting you to a whole new realm of influence. And I'm about to articulate the journey that you're going on. All right, here we go. He start, the story starts by Jesus coming to the disciples and saying, let us go over to the other side. Now, this is what happens is that 
This is what we've got to understand. This brings me to my first point, first of four points. My first point is this, that the reason why things change and you feel something in your spirit, the reason why you feel dislodged and stuff is not because, because we can all often get to, to blaming ourselves or, or questioning ourselves or feeling bad, but the reason why change is in our heart, a season of change is in our heart is because Jesus is on the move. That's my first point, is that Jesus is on the move. That's why seasons change. That's why we feel in our spirit that new things are on the horizon. It's because the kingdom of God is advancing, and God gracefully, God awesomely, God perfectly approaches us and says, look, I'm on the move. Let us Go over to the other side. God has not forgotten you. God's not leaving you behind. God's plans are for you. He comes to you and He speaks into your spirit. Let us go over to the other side. Come on, who's ever felt God speak into your spirit like that and just go, we are in a season of transition. So I want to I give a validation to how you've been feeling. What's been stirring in your spirit? Because I feel like God is wanting to to catapult you into a new reality, but now you're in process. And the kingdom of God is on the move. Point number two is this. Point number two is this. You leave the crowd behind. Let me explain what happens. As Jesus comes to you, and he comes to the disciples and says, let us go over to the other side. Now, on this side, as you, as you read earlier, leading up to this point of let us go over to the other side, the, the, the disciples and Jesus have gathered a, gathered a crowd of people and even a, a larger inner group of people who are now providing for them financially. So there's financial provision. There, there's relationships and, 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 and parents and brothers and cousins. And, and this, this, is a, this is a season of, of influence and, and flow and rhythms and grace and, and, and provision. And now Jesus is asking them to leave all of that in order to go over to the other side. Now, stick with me. Some of you may need to use your imagination Others, this is, this is a real reality to you, maybe now has been in the past. But when God asks you to move on, there's this, whoa, whoa, God, I, I know you've got more for us, and I'm all about going with you and, and encountering the more. But what about, what about this? What about this line of provision in my world? What about the, these relationships? And what about this family? And what about what, what about what I've started here with these people? Will they feel abandoned? And, and that there's this, what makes up the crowd is friends and families and routines and rhythms and expect, expected um, environments that you've become well familiar with, yet you can't help ignore the sense of let us go over to the other side. Leave the crowd behind. I'm naming it because that is one of the most difficult things for people to come to grips with is leaving what they know and the provision and the lines of security and, 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 and the ministry that's, been, that's now got momentum, the, 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 your, your career that's got momentum, your family that's got momentum. Don't leave your family. Leave with your family, all right? All right? Don't leave your family. Leave with your family. Anyway, so uh, your immediate family. So I'm telling you now, there, there's this expectation inside of us. It's like, oh, no, but, but I know this 
crowd. And you caused success in my life amongst this crowd. And it can be one of the hardest things, but it requires you to leave the crowd to get to the other side. The crowd can't get in the boat with you. Jesus didn't come to them and say, let us. He came to you and said, let us go over to the other side. Romans chapter 12 and verse 2 says, Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, His pleasing, and perfect will. The patterns that form amongst the crowd can keep you from clearly understanding God's perfect will for your life. So don't conform to those patterns. They worked for a season. They were in your life for a season. But now God is doing a new thing. He's moving you on. Don't conform to those. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you'd be able to see God's perfect plan for your life. Who's with me this morning? Come on, God's doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing. Number three. Number three. Number three is this. Get into the boat. Get into the boat. I know these points don't sound very flash until I explain them, so stick with me. It's all I could come up with, all right? It's all I can come up with. Get into the boat. Get into the boat. Now, through the transitions that I've been through in my personal life, through our marriage and family, I've realized that every time God has spoken into my spirit to go over to the other side, He's always provide a vessel in which will take me to a new reality. There was one season I felt in my life that, that, that God was speaking to me about the call of God and advancing in that in a significant way. And I just knew in my heart of hearts that He wanted me to go to Bible college. And so I did. And and. I just knew, and I come up to the other side into a new reality, and I realized, wow, Bible college was a season of a boat for me to get me to the other side. There's been times in ministry God's wanted to do a new thing, and He's just spoke, come on, let's, let's keep moving. Let's go over to the other side. And what He's done, He's given me a business opportunity that I've, I've, I've oh man, this is from God. It's, it's evident, it's clear, and I've jumped in that boat. And it's taken us to a whole new reality, an adventure we couldn't imagine but he provided a vehicle to get us to the other side. Maybe it's a ministry. Maybe it's a season of family. Maybe it's a, I don't know, whatever it may be, God provides a vehicle to get you to the other side. But this is what I want to say regarding the vehicle. Get into the boat, but don't make it about the boat. Don't get distracted by the boat. It was never about the boat. Remember when he first spoke, he said, let us go over to the other side. Not let's get in a great boat and stay there as long as possible. Let us go over to the other side. And the biggest challenge for you is to not, not only just to get into the boat, but not make it about the boat. A lot of people get into their boats and then before long, it's all about the boat. And you're like, hey, where, where's that couple? Hey, where's that young person or that pe- those people? And before that, it's like, oh, I, I, think they, I think they're working a lot at the moment. And it's, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, no, they, 
the very thing God put in their life to get them to a new reality and all his potential for them has now become the distraction, taking them away from the, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Friend, you you got to understand right now, it's not about the boat. It's not, don't get distracted by the boat. Your challenge is found in, in Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord, not in the boat. Oh my goodness. Man, this guy's preaching good this morning. Oh my gosh. Oh, and he's just preaching Bible. I better not take credit for the Bible, right? It's like, sorry. Trust in the Lord, not in the boat. With all your heart and lean not on the boat or your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Or he will, other versions say, he will instruct your way where to put your foot. Don't trust in the boat. Trust in your God. Lean not on your boat, your own understanding. Lean on him. Come on, once you're in that boat, don't make it about the boat. Trust in God. Come on right now. Some of you right now are in a boat. You know God's spoken you to get into this season. Let's not get distracted. It was always about the other side. Always about more in God, more fruit, more favor, more churches, more business, more prosperity for for the sake of the cause of Christ. Come on, there's more inside of your friend, but don't get distracted by the boat. Number four, number four, here we go, number four, here we go, deal with the wind and the waves, deal with the wind and the waves. So let me give you a synopsis of what's, what's taking place here. At one point, Jesus comes to people, the disciples, who are in rhythms and flows of grace and family and provision and, and, and resources. And, and they are now starting to get momentum in their life and what God's called them to do. And he approaches them and says, hey, let us go over to the other side. Now they've got to go, okay, get, come to grips with this new reality and all the unsettled emotions and feelings and insecurities that, that, that come at that I think he's calling me on. And then they've got to come to grips with that. And then they've got to break away from the crowd and get into this vessel. They push away from the shore. And immediately it's exciting and it's this new possibilities and new realities and things are about to happen in their world. But all of a sudden they face with this reality of, the shore getting further and further away. What they knew, all the success, the provision, the opportunities, now is growing smaller and smaller as they push further and further away in trusting in God. Not only that, not only are they dealing with all of that that I've just explained, but now they're in the middle. They're not quite where they were and absolutely not where God told them they would be. They can't see there. They're not sure about there. And not only all of that, a storm hits. Are you kidding me? Right, I'm just trying to get my head around 
all of this, all of this journey and confusion, but now a storm hits. Because I tell you what, friend, the enemy does not want you fulfilling the potential of God on your life, not the, your business, your marriage, your family, your kids. No way. He's going to throw an onslaught of hell. Even though they have no power and authority, he wants to be big and boisterous around you, to confuse you, to throw you off. But Jesus got in the boat with you. And he said, let's not go to the middle of the lake. He said, let's go over to the other side. Oh, my gosh. I want to sing just like Chris right now. Man, brother's good looking and can sing. Like, God, why have you forsaken me? Come on, God said, let's go over the other side. But now a storm hits. A storm is, what do you do? You deal to the wind and the wave. Let me explain the difference between the wind and what are the winds and the waves. The wind is the, is the unseen forces blowing up against your boat. Come on, have you ever got into that, that business, ever got into that new season, got into that, that vehicle that's taking you to the other side, and now you're like, man, all hell's breaking loose. I thought God was in the boat with me. Come on, somebody. We even got into it and thought, oh, man, like I thought this was going to be awesome. But now, like, everything, there's wind everywhere just blowing up against my boat. Not only can you, do you just know in your heart of hearts that the enemy is doing whatever he can to beat down, but now the car breaks down, the money gets funny, Oh my gosh, your job gets all confused and you're like, man, my, my, I'm pretty sure my boss just turned into the devil. Like, I don't know what's happening there. I'm my co-workers getting crazy. Like, my wife is still beautiful. Oh, wow. Out of the overflow of that. Forgot you were here, my love. Hi, Welcome. Come on, everything goes crazy. Not only does the spiritual world, but, but in your physical world, you're like, why now? Why is everything getting crazy now? Like, why is the car to break down now? Why the money go crazy now? Like, what's, what's happening? Like, work is getting all confused. And I'm like, why now? Because the waves are the known, seen realities. Both the physical world around you starts to seem like it's working against you while you're trying to Speak to the wind, the waves start bashing up against you. Anybody been there before? Come on, friend. What happens to the disciples that they, they run to Jesus? God, God, we're, master, master, we're going to drown. And he gets up and he addresses, he shows us what we should be doing. He addresses the wind and the wave. In Ephesians chapter 6, and verse 10, it says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. But finally... 
Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Come on, friend. See, when Jesus gets up and he addresses these things, he turns to them and says, where is your faith? What I believe is happening in that moment is he's going, when we were over here, you were casting out demons, prophesying, you were letting rip, like you, you were amazing, like, like you, were, you were releasing people in their potential, you weren't phased by people filled with demonic forces coming up against you, you were like, where is that faith? Like I know you're in between these seasons, but don't lose your faith. The only reason why I'm taking you is because I found faith in you in the first place. Don't lose, oh my goodness, don't lose that faith now. Where is your faith? And the heavens open. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Yes, Lord, I know I'm preaching good. Hallelujah. Come on, church, where is your, come on, in the middle of not quite there, but totally not there yet, where is your faith? The reason why he said, let us go over, is because he found faith in your heart. Speak to the wind. Speak to the wave. Be strong in his mighty power. Come on, God's doing a great thing in you. But this is the journey to greatness. This is the journey to potential. This is the journey to more. Are you with me today, Connect Church? I feel like you are. Man, I feel the Spirit of God in this place. Woo! I'm going to add another four points onto my sermon. Man, I don't want this to stop. But come on right now. You're in the middle of it all. Watch your confession. Master, master, we're going to drown. He, whoa, wait, what? I said we're going over to the other side. I'm in the boat with you. We're going over. You're not going to drown. Speak to the wind and the wave. Speak to them. Let, tell them to be calm and stop all their shenanigans. Watch your confession in the boat. You're not going to drown. This is part of your journey. It's part of the strengthening of your faith. Speak to it. Be strong in His mighty power and go over to the other side of the lake. Come on, I just feel in my spirit, like I said before, God is catapulting you. God is accelerating your church, new realities, new churches, new ministries, new, new business opportunities, new territory, new land, new opportunities. But there's a journey to that. I feel like God's saying, because I, I know from, from experience, I've seen it too many times, friend. On this side of the lake, people can have full passion and fervor and faith in God. And he says, let us go over to the other side. And so many people jump out of the boat in the middle, make it about the boat, lose their faith, lose their relationship with Jesus, change their confession. And I want you to, to enter in all that God has for you. I believe that, that's, that's God's desire for you as well. Not to lose you in the middle, but so that you would find a new authority, a new power in Him to get to the other side. Friend, it's a new day for you. Come on, God is calling you out now into a new season. And I've just explained, I've articulated the journey He's about to take you on. Who feels ready for that journey right now? Hallelujah. Well, why don't you stand to your feet with me this morning?
And I'm going to ask the keyboardist to help a brother out. And now, now if you just know in your heart of hearts that God's been speaking to you in this message, you're at any one of the points of this journey, then friend, what I want you to do right now is just lift a hand or two before God. Just be open before Him today. I, I just feel in my spirit, as you do that, just open a hand or two before Him. I just feel like you're just making yourself vulnerable before Him. God, no self-preservation. God, we will not love our lives more than we love You. Right now, God, here we are, open, vulnerable before You. Saying, God, we're ready and willing to be immediately obedient to your call. Oh, I just feel the Spirit of God in this place right now, washing it in, in waves. Right now, let the Spirit of God speak to you. voice saying, let us go over to the other side. He's not telling you what's on the other side, but just let us go. Come on, there's more for you, friend. God's not forgotten you. He sees your faith. He's not seen your works and what you've done. No, he's just seen your faith. Right now, just bring your faith before him and say, God, I have faith. God, I have faith. Come on, why don't you say it in your spirit right now? God, I have faith. Oh, we worship you, God. We have faith. Oh, God, see our faith and fall in this place. Oh, God, see our faith and fall in this place. Oh, Jesus, see Fall in this place, God. There it is, friend. Come on, connect church. Enter in right now. I see the spirit of God falling on the young and the old alike right now. Come on, dream, dream. See visions in Jesus' name right now. Come on, see the Spirit of God releasing something, releasing you into a new season right now. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. There it is. Come on, just a moment longer. I just feel like so many people are right now hearing the voice of God, feeling the presence of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Oh, there it is, friend. Just a moment longer. Hallelujah. All right now, I just see the vehicle. So for some of you right now, there's a business. I just see it right now. God's saying, get in to the boat. All right now, I just, I just feel a, a lot of you right now, you're just hearing God say, let us go over to the other side. So for a lot of you, I just feel like, God showed me that you've been, you've just been going, no, no, that, that can't be God. It can't be God right now, but no, no. I just feel like you need to embrace. Let us go over to the other side. Come on, embrace it right now. Just say, God, here's my faith. 
awesome, awesome presence of God. Father, here's our faith, God. God, you, you give us life. You gave your life so that we would break free from the power of sin and death. And we would live an abundant life. God, in no way do we want to make this life about the boat. And so God, we pray, forgive us for where we've made it about the boat. God, forgive us of our sin. God, I ask you right now, take us by the hand and lead us into a new season. Here we are. Thank you for catapulting this church. I prophesy over this church a new season at another level. I thank you that, God, it won't be incrementally, but it'll be suddenly. You'll catapult this, this church into new realities, new territory, more land. Do it again. God, more opportunity, more churches. God, I thank you that you're picking up the pace over Connect Church. Thank you right now that there's a new season, new songs, new sounds, new realities. Thank you, God, that you're opening, a, you're, you're turning the page. And Father, we're excited to see what's on the next page for this church. I thank you that a new wave of leaders, a new wave of momentum and churches and ministry and mission, new lands, new nations. In Jesus' name, we say, here's our faith, God. Do it again. God, you did it at one level. Now we're ready for another level. Come on, if you believe it, say amen. Right now, give Jesus a shout of praise in this place. Jesus, we love you, God. Hallelujah. Come on right now, with every eye open, every person looking at me. Friend, I want to speak very directly to you, very clearly, for, just for a moment. I feel in my heart of hearts it would be this, the, the greatest, tra greatest um, tra tragedy to let you walk out of here the same way you walked in if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Right now, I feel the Spirit of God so real in this room. I know how sin works, friend. It ravaged my life for a season, and I don't want to get back under its control again. What happens is sin comes in to steal, kill, and to destroy. It wants to take a hold of your life and your decisions and your desires and your family and lead you into ruin. No way is the enemy... Playing, to, to playing nice with you. He wants to kill, steal, and to destroy. And friends, sin has caused you to run in one direction. But by the grace of God today, He's made an opportunity available for you to get right with Him today. So right now, in the momentum of this moment, in the presence of God, not caring about what other people think about you, with every eye open, every heart right now, submitted in the presence of God. Friend, if I can include you in a closing prayer that says, Jesus, I'm done with it, and I'm all about you. I want you in my life. You are my God. If that's you right now, and if I can include you in a closing prayer, would you just lift your hand? I'll see it. I'll get you to put it down, and I'll include you. Is that you right now? I want to pray with you. God bless you. Others right now, if that's you, I just feel there's a number of people. God bless you. I see your hand. Others right now, you just know in your heart it's you this morning. Come on. I just feel in my spirit to appeal with you. This is the mercy of God giving you the opportunity to get right. Would you right now make a response to Jesus. If that's you, friend, put your hand up right now. I'll see it. I'll get you to put it down, but I want to pray for you. Are the others right now? I've seen two hands responding to the presence of God. If that's you, would you lift your hand right now? I just feel like there's somebody else in the presence of God right now. Thank you. God bless you. I see your hand. Others right now. In your mind, you're saying, no, it's not my time, but right now in your spirit, you just know 
to respond to the presence of God. If that's you, would you lift your hand? I'd love to include you in this. Thank you. God bless you. Awesome. Such an awesome presence of God here, right? Why don't you bow your heads, close your eyes. Will you pray this prayer after me? Dear Jesus, I thank you for this morning. I see now that I need you more than anything else in this world. Forgive me of my sin. Thank you for salvation. I receive it completely by your grace. Be the Lord of my life. I invite your Holy Spirit to live on the inside of me. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, everyone shouted and celebrated Jesus.